And welcome back to Sports Track with Evan and Jack. I'm Jack Amvarsky. And I'm Evan Forsky. Today we'll be making our 14th episode of Sports Talk. Uh, and today in the M- MLB, we'll talk about the Gold Glove winners. We'll talk about Nets, former head coach Steve. And in the NFL, we'll talk about all, uh, all of the other trade deadline deals. All right, uh, we'll start start it off with the MLB. For the National League Gold Glovers, uh, catcher, Phillies, JT Rio Muto. First base, Diamondbacks, Christian Walker. At second base, the Rockies, Brendan Rodgers. At shortstop, Braves, Dansby Swanson. At third base, Cardinal Arenado. Uh, left field, Ian Happ from the Cubs. Center field, out of the Padres, Trent Grimshaw. Right field, from the Dodgers, Mookie Betts. And pitcher, Max Freed. From the Braves and utility player, Brendan Donovan from the Cardinals. So the first player I want to talk about for the National League uh, Nolan Arenado, I believe this is his 10th gold glove uh, that he's won in his career. Uh, and I think this is very well-deserving. He's one of, the, one of the best fielders in the MLB alone. So I think this at third base was pretty obvious. Uh, and JT Lamuto, same thing for uh, Arenado. He's probably the best defensive catcher in the MLB, and it's showing as he has his team in the World Series. All right, now for the AL, catcher from the Yankees, Jose Trevino. First base from the Blue Jays, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Second base from the Guardians, Andreas Jimenez. Shortstop, Jeremy Pena from the Astros. Third base, Raymond Raymond Uris or whatever from the Orioles. Left field, Stephen Kwan from the Guardians. Center field, Miles Straw from the Guardians. And right field, Kyle Tucker from the Astros. Uh, pitcher, Shane Bieber, another uh, from the Guardians. Uh, and utility player, DJ LeMahieu from the Yankees. The Guardians have four gold glove winners, Shane Bieber, Jimenez, Kwan, and Straw. Um, which I'm, I think it's great. Um, I'm especially happy about Bieber and Jimenez. I think Jimenez, uh, that one is well deserving, and especially Miles Straw in center field, that one is also pretty well deserving. Um, and um, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. It, he's also that's also very well deserving. And for Stephen Kwan. He won gold glove, a really good batting average, gets on base a lot. So doesn't that mean he's gonna be he should win rookie of the year? Right? You would you would think. Yeah, but the MLB they only like home runs, so they're gonna give it to Julio Rodriguez. If they do, that's he he doesn't deserve it. I mean he's he's very good, but rookie of the year should go to uh Stephen Kwan. 
Yeah, I think it also matters. Team plays a big factor into it. We've we made it farther in the playoffs than them, though. Across all, across all sports. Not entirely. Yeah. But, yeah. And moving on now to the NBA uh, part of this podcast. Uh, and there's no really big news in the NBA except for one thing. And that is Steve Nash, um, former NBA point guard, now former Brooklyn Nets coach, has been fired from the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, He was fired on Tuesday. And more breaking news that came out with this. Ime Udoka, or I guess uh, still, I think, is he still the Celtics coach or did they fire him? They didn't fire him. They just suspended him for this season. So, but he's not suspended by the NBA. He's suspended by the uh, Celtics. So, he's expected to become the next head yeah. coach of the Nets. So he could still coach if the like when he comes over to if the Nets do end up uh, hiring him, he could coach them. But the it wasn't the NBA that uh, suspended him. It was the uh, Celtics. Yeah, and then on GM Sean Marks had this had this to say about Steve Nash. He said, "We both felt it was time. It was certainly trending in that way. And to be quite frank, the team was not doing what it was supposed to be doing. We've fallen from our goals of meeting our goals, and it was time now because we still have lofty, lofty aspirations of where we need to get to." So Steve Nash has been given lots of talent. Uh, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and he had James Harden on just last last season, although he didn't play much. But I don't know if it's all necessarily his fault from the past because they those guys like never really played together. They were all sometimes both all three of them were all injured. Sometimes two of them were injured. Sometimes one was injured. And then when the three of them all played, they were actually good, but they could just never stay healthy, so the Nets never had success. And this year, two and five start under Steve Nash. That's what really uh, made the pulled the trigger for the Nets. Yeah, it's clear that the Nets aren't playing uh, well. We can see that by their record. It's basically uh, Kevin Durant and, and Kyrie. Simmons has been t- uh, not that great. Pro- like very, very disappointing. Mm-hmm. After uh, his long-awaited return from injury, so you said uh, two and five. Yeah. Start so it's a not very good start for a a team that has. Uh, uh, two superstars. So maybe it was the coach. Maybe it was the the other players besides Katie and Kyrie. Mm-hmm. We'll see how much uh the coach how much of it's on Steve Nash. We'll see if Ime Adaka could do better, or if it just the players play is uh affecting their their team and their record more than uh, the coach. And now moving on 
to the final part of the podcast, NFL. Uh, we'll talk about, we have nine trades in the NFL to talk about. Um, and me and Evan will alternate uh, talking about the trades. So I'll do the first one. Uh, and the first trade is the Giants send wide receiver Kadarius Tony, who keep in mind, I believe they spent a first round pick on, to the Kansas City Chiefs for a 2023 complimentary third round pick, a 2023 sixth round pick, uh, yeah, and just a 2023 sixth round pick. So um, this is a decent trade, I think, for both teams. Kansas City gets a wide receiver, uh, which was a needed position on their team. And the Giants get a pretty decent pick, uh, two pretty decent picks for them. So I think this is a pretty good trade for both teams overall. All right, and now moving on to the next trade. Um, the Bears trade linebacker Roquan Smith to the Ravens for a 2023 second, 2023 fifth, and linebacker A.J. Klein. I think this uh, was a good trade by both teams. Maybe I think the slight winner might be the Ravens adding a, a start of their defense. Uh, Roquan Smith, uh, like a few days after losing his friend uh, uh, Robert Quinn, now he's traded. The Bears' defense is bare. They have no, like, no star players. Yeah. So And the Ravens, they had uh, another star player. Now, that defense is going to be scary. Even though the stats don't show it, their defense is – I think their their defense is pretty good. At least on paper, their their defense and their players are good. Uh, they get a second-round pick. Uh, you say a sixth-round pick? Fifth round pick. Fifth round pick and a linebacker for the pro, uh, the all pro linebacker. I so the Bears their their defense is uh, in a rebuild. Their whole team, I guess, it's in a rebuild. But I think this is a good move by the Ravens and uh, adding to their 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 defense will. Definitely help them in the run for the winner of the AFC North. The next trade now, another trade uh, involving the NFC North. Uh, the Lions pull off a shocker trading TJ Hawkinson, start tight end to the Vikings, along with a 2023 fourth round pick and a 2024 fourth round pick. Um, and Minnesota is going to trade a 2023 second and a 2024 third. I think this is a more of a better trade for Minnesota, honestly. They get TJ Hawkinson, who is one of the best tight ends in the league, and they get a 2023 fourth-round pick that could turn into a third-round pick, and they get a fourth-round pick out of him. Just giving up a second-round pick and a third-round pick. So I think this is a better trade. For the Vikings, I think they did a great job here. Although the Lions do get a second-round pick uh, this year, so but still, I think Minnesota won this trade. All 
All right, moving on to the next trade now involving the Steelers. The Bears trade a 2023 second-round pick to Pittsburgh uh, for wide receiver Chase Claypool. Um, I think this is a good trade for the Steelers. I think it's a better trade for the Steelers. Uh, Claypool, when he was drafted by the Steelers, he was a second-round pick, and clearly his play has uh, decreased. So for getting a second-round pick out of him, I think that's a win for the Steelers. And uh, the Bears get a wide receiver, which Justin Fields is in much need of. But it's not like he's going to do much better in Chicago or he's going on a better team in Chicago. Maybe a slightly better, but we'll have to wait and see how they do with their uh, – with their bad defense with no no star players. And we'll see what how their offense can do with Claypool and Field, see if they could uh build a connection and get some chemistry. But yeah, I think I still think the Steelers win the trade. Getting a second round pick out of Claypool. Um so yeah, I think it was a pretty good trade by the Steelers. Alright, moving on now. Uh, to trade involving the Broncos and the Dolphins. Um, Denver sends star uh, pass rusher Bradley Chubb in a 2025 fifth-round pick to Miami for uh, Dolphins' 2023 first-round pick. That, uh, that first-round pick originally belonged uh, to San Francisco uh, that they used during the Trey Lance deal. Uh, a 2024 fourth-round pick, and running back Chase Edmonds. I think this is a pretty even trade. The Broncos get a first-round pick and Chase Edmonds, and Dolphins get Bradley Chubb, who I believe has, like, he has, like, I think he has, like, four, four or five sacks maybe on the year. So I think this is a good trade. Broncos get a first-round pick, um, and the Dolphins... Um, get a star defensive player, which they had a good secondary. Their pass rush need a little bit of help, and this getting Bradley Chubb really takes it to the next level. All right, now moving on to the next trade. Um, the Falcons send suspended wide receiver Calvin Ridley to the Jaguars for a 2023 fifth-round pick and a 2024 second-round pick. So this was an interesting trade. Uh, Falcons are trading uh, suspended Calvin Ridley who cannot play till next year but in return they get a second rounder and a fourth rounder so I mean 23-5 and a 24-2 so I, I think this could be somewhat even We'll have to see how he he does after a year off or a year without playing and with a different quarterback, uh, Trevor Lawrence. But this could be a very good trade for the Jaguars. Also could be a bust and losing a second rounder and a fifth rounder. So right now I would, I would – uh, Say it's pretty much an even trade. Uh, we'll have to see how 
he does when he suits up and plays for the Jaguars next year. All right, moving on to the next trade. Oh, this trade actually went down just before the deadline ended. Um, in between the Bills and the Colts. Uh, the Bills send Naheem Hines, or the Colts send Zach, the Colts send Naheem Hines to the Bills. Um, and in return, the Colts get Zach Moss and a 2023 sixth round pick that could turn into a fifth round pick. I think this is a, this is a win uh, for Indianapolis. Because I feel like Zach Moss and Naheem Hines are both pretty much on the same level. I feel like they're two pretty good running backs. And uh, the Colts get a 2023 um, sixth-round pick that could turn into a fifth-round pick out of it. So I give this trade um, a win for the Colts more than the Bills, but I'm sure Naheem Hines will play a lot on the Bills uh, behind Devin Singletary. All right, moving on to the next trade. Um, between the 49ers and the Dolphins. 49ers send the Dolphins running back Jeff Wilson, and the Dolphins uh, send San Francisco a 2023 fifth-round pick. So the Dolphins getting a running back to uh, kind of take Chase Edmonds' spot after trading him So in the Bradley Chubb deal. So now they reunite. Jeff Wilson and Raheem Mostert together. I mean, so that they, that could be good. They might have already a little bit of chemistry. It could be a decent backfield now. Most have been playing pretty good lately. Uh, Jeff Wilson uh, had to step up and become the running back one after Elijah Mitchell got hurt. But now that, that they got a CMC, uh, I think it was a a uh, decent trade on both parts uh, because Niners got Jeff, uh, the Niners got CMC and uh, the uh, Dolphins traded Chase Edmonds. Now they get Jeff Wilson. They're pretty much might be on the same level, I guess. So pretty even trade for Dolphins and the 49ers. All right, moving on to the last trade now, uh, involving the Commanders and the Steelers. Uh, the Commanders send um, corner William Jackson Steelers for a 2022 sixth round pick. Uh, and I think this is a win for the Commanders. My reasoning is that there were, I heard there was a lot of a lot of rumors around William Jackson getting cut by the Commanders, but instead they go out and make a trade and get a sixth-round draft pick out of him, so which is a lot better than just cutting him and not getting anything. But I think I think the Steelers they got a good cornerback, but I think this is mo- a good cornerback. But I think this is more of a win for the Commanders since they were going to cut him and not get anything, but then they turn it into a sixth-round pick. All right. Uh... That ends episode 14 of Sports Talk. A lot of trades in the deadline. Um, the MLB World Series uh, 
right now, as of right now, the day of the recording, November 2nd, Phillies are leading the series 2-1. to one. Um, And the NBA season's, uh, uh, I guess, <laughs> in swing, I guess. I don't know. But anyways, as always, we hope you enjoyed. And I'm Evan Swarski. And I'm Jack Kowarski. And we'll see you next time. Peace. Peace.